0: My story of grief goes back to 2014. Um, a little background knowledge is: um, I had my beautiful baby girl in 2012 to the love of my life to date, Dean. Um, he was a madman with um, such a good heart. He when he entered the room, he had that energy, that presence about him that just he just could hold a room. But unfortunately, through his alcohol and drug abuse, I had to end things. As I told, it was taking on my mental health. As a new mummy, was not good. I felt I got to the point where I could do no more for him, and had to let him go. Personally, I thought this would be the kick of the bum. We needed a change. Um, Don't get me wrong; I am no angel. And before my baby um, came along, I was that big party or two. We were on the same wavelength. But obviously things had to change for me as a mummy and my baby came first. The most precious little girl I had ever been given. Little gift, should I say. Um, As I say, I thought this would be the kick in the bum he needed. But like a lot of drug users, he spiraled in the opposite direction. He got into trouble with the police and he ended up in jail for six months. My mindset was, yeah, I can't let Summer be a part of this. Like, I just didn't want my baby girl growing up thinking, oh, my daddy's in and out of jail or whatever. So I kept her away through that time. Um, I went into full protection mode. So when he got out of jail... I um, had heard he was trying to change, but obviously I wanted to see this for myself. Three weeks on, he died at a house party. I can't describe how I felt that morning getting that phone call. Um, A phone call that I knew I was always going to get. Um, I felt like someone had ripped my heart out of my chest, threw it on the ground and trampled all over it. It just takes me back to the PN when I talk about it. I was shaking uncontrollably, I was numb. I was like, No, no, we can't be dead. We can't be dead. Like, um, I was like, Are you sure? To my friend, are you sure Did you get your facts right? I see you like, um, I just felt sick to my stomach. I just wanted to see him to tell him it was going to be all right, <laughs> couldn't cry at the time, I was just numb. Uh, I just thought, well, Summer's never going to know her daddy. I was heartbroken for her, as much as anything. I can tell you now, I never saw it as hard as I did when the coffin, when his coffin was being closed that day. Um, I was so angry with myself the weeks that followed. I was in turmoil inside my own head. I felt guilty for expressing myself um, and my sadness at the time. I felt like I had no right. It's fucking crazy. Um but you always think what's other people thinking? I loved him so much in my heart and I regretted. The regret consumed me at the time. So I kind of thought, well, look, my daddy's here. He can be summer's meal model, model. He was 55. So I thought we would have him for a long time to come. Then on the 12th of December, daddy was out horse riding, which is what he loved. And he took a pain in his head. It was a brain hemorrhage. Um, he was kept in life support for a week. And I switched Life Support Machines off on the 19th of December, 2014. Another week of complete heartache. Again, so much regret. I never got to say that I love you, Daddy. I am so grateful for everything you have did for me, Daddy, that I have long to say my entire life. Um, I was still numb from dying dying. I couldn't shed a tear. I was like a stone. To be honest, the whole thing is a blur. The funeral, everything. I kept the head down and just got on with it. I want to say I'm so grateful for the people that paid their respects. I just I just can hardly remember. I was dazed. And only for my little girl, my little blessing. I don't know where I would have been. Um, a month later, my dear best friend, Frank, passed away suddenly my granda a few months after that don't ask me how i got through this but i did i was into my angels and personal development after from after having a miscarriage in 2011 so i know the the foundations of strength were already there summer rose give me strength to keep on going she stopped me from laying down feeling sorry for myself I really did not I really did not give myself any time to heal none to feel the emotions in fact, I stopped feeling any emotions at all every time anything traumatic happened, I couldn't react. I was still numb from Dean's death, so I threw myself into my work, my business going out, telling everyone I was fine, drinking way too much the weekend, burnout, repeat, 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 with an eating disorder three in there, which reared his ugly head at times throughout this time. I was not happy. My brother became very distant. I never heard from him. And my mum and my relationship was horrific. It just worsened after daddy died. I always dabbled in and out of my spiritual path. My little rituals were always there, on and off. I started to slow myself down in 2019. Things started to release. But it wasn't until this year when I was made stop everything because of the global pandemic that the real shift occurred. I worked on myself and my healing every goddamn day, day and night. I started to exercise most days and stuck to my vegetarian diet. I can count on two hands the amount of times I have consumed alcohol this year. So this was massive, massive shifts and improvements in every area of my life. What I would say to anyone suffering from grief, stop where you are when it happens. Face your emotions. Take your time. Don't let outside influences influence your process in any way. It is a personal journey to you. I would highly recommend speaking to someone. Something I did not do until the start of this year. And that is where the big shift occurred. I have been faced with a few challenges this year, but this comes along with healing and we grow and evolve from this.